road to Simone Bottom. Oh, that what he, that what we talking about there? Not right now. Not right now. Oh, I'm back, y'all. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> You motherfucker, you. Yeah, yeah, Shout out yeah, to Uncle Mike, because yeah. when I was in the country, he called somebody a motherfucker, you. You motherfucker, you. <laughs> hey. No, you know, you know, I love Uncle Mike, man. That's my guy. That's the meat, man. I miss, I miss Uncle Mike. You know what? Where the fuck is Carlos? Is he, what is he waiting on? Welcome, 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 everybody. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Diapers and Haircuts. This is your boy, Lowe's, a.k.a. Mr. Crop Circle himself, a.k.a. the fat nigga that love food, a.k.a. Yo, we about to go back into a COVID lockdown, y'all. But we're going to talk about that maybe a little bit later on in the episodes or something like that. But, you know, they talk about the Thank Delta you. variant is going around in this world. But we got the three amigos back here at the table once again. Welcome back, all y'all. Marcel, we missed you, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back, Marcel. <clears throat> since you back, Marcel, for the you know, since you took a break last week, hand to hand on some family business. Say what's up to the people, bro. What's cooking? That's my new line, man. What's, what's cooking? cooking? All right. Dwayne the Rock Jocket. <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucked that up. Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the building, ladies and gentlemen. If you smell <laughs> And then we got the impeccable impersonation by your boy Drew. Say what's up to the people, Drew. Hi. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Uh, cheers. More beer. What you drinking? What's going on? Talk to me. It loads. I got coffee. Oh, <laughs> oh he, he's actually asking me a question. <laughs> so we are here for another episode. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode, whether you're going to work, you're at the home house chilling. Or you're going to school, right? We appreciate you giving your ears on today's show. Please like, comment, and subscribe. All that information will be given to you by the end of the episode. But today we got an action-packed episode for you. I got a great Black History fact coming at you. Then we're going to we're going to talk about Simone Biles. She walked off the um, the gymnastics uh, team for mental health issues, and we're going to touch on that. Well, not necessarily the team, but but the competition. But the competition, yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. But, but first, we want to dive deep in the week. I'm going to hear, Marcel, I want you to go last since we missed you last week. Um, but, Drew, let's hear about your week, baby. Yeah, I got to steal. Just also want to point out that we do have a uh, top five. I mean, no, best first, worst first for you fuckers. Man, I wanted to save it as a special, you know, but I got you. you. It's you cool. You didn't give me that layup or that <laughs> sign or that eye gouge or anything you like that, really you can't really save it because we already put the tweet out. You do sure. not need <laughs> you do not need a layup no more. You guys have Russell Westbrook on your team. And How do you feel about all that? All right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get into my fucking week, all right? First and foremost, okay? It's been a rough week Shit. as a DC fan. Okay. Now, wait, oh, my, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. minus minus football, <laughs> minus football, because y'all know I don't fuck with the Washington football team. I got you. But I'm a big time Nats fan. I all right. Let, let's go to the Wizards first. <laughs> all right. I'm a Wizards fan through and through. Really. But my biggest love is the Lakers. Excuse okay. me. Oh, okay, okay. He's a hometown. Go on. Hometown I, like, like, I, I will root for the hometown <laughs> <Continue>. team. <laughs> it's East West, right? So the differential. I always want to see the Wizards try to make the playoffs and go deep, right? right? If and if the Wizards make it to the finals, and it's versus the Lakers, I root for the Wizards. <laughs> I would, because guess what? That should have never happened, right? The Wizards in the finals versus the Lakers. You're rooting for the Wizards? Is that what you just said? Did I just it, hear you right? Yes, because I just said it'll oh, never no. fucking happen. 
The last time they went to the finals was in the seventies, bro. They not going. They were the bullets. Once, once again, right. you're not hearing what I said. It'll never happen. All right. But from there, like we got Russ Westbrook. I'm like, all right, well, you know, we can be, we can be hype. We'll let go of wall. It is what it is. All right, let's go. Let's do this. And then, sure as shit, end of the season, he goes to the Lakers. I'm now, LeBron. I'm not mad at the trade because as a Laker fan, championship. But you know what I mean. It is what it is. Sound like a bandwagon statement there, sir. No, I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Don't, don't, don't do that to me. And you know that. I used to whoop your ass with the Lakers. Don't do that. All right. I get but that. I digress. So that's right. basketball. Right. Now, where I'm really distraught, where I'm really upset, and I'm drinking excessively on, is the fucking Washington Nationals. Why? What happened now? Half the team from the 2019 championship team traded away. Of course. They can't afford them. I took Jasmine, my wife, <laughs> for her birthday to a baseball game behind home plate. We get to see him against the Dodgers. Guess who went to the Dodgers? Max Scherzer. Ooh. Trey Turner. Mm. With COVID. Trey Turner got COVID right now, and he went to the Dodgers. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> Wait, did he go to the Dodgers and catch COVID? No, he, he, no, he already he, had he COVID, had and they COVID. said, yo, just go out west. You know what I'm saying? you and your virus across. Yeah, just get the fuck one out of here. <laughs> oh, man, I hope I don't get in trouble for that one. We, we took, I mean, it was about... About like uh five or six players that, that got traded. Yeah. We like um the the day that we went to the game, uh Kyle Schwarber, if I'm saying his name right, he for the previous month, like from that date that we saw him to the previous thirty days, yeah, hit a home run in every single game. Damn. And the day that we saw him, he pulled a hamstring. <laughs> oh shit. But needless to say, needless That's to a, say, there's a dark cloud over the national. But ne- over, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. But needless cloud. to say, needless to say, for this specific player, those past thirty days hitting a home run every game, yeah, that's a hell of a stat. He it goes, is. he will go in the record books as a national. Like, yo, I hit a home run for thirty days straight. Is but, that Hall of Fame worthy? No, no, no. But it, it is a you know Ring of Honor worthy Absolutely, type shit, right? 100%. But then also as a Nats fan, you know, um, people got shot. Right. Oh yeah, outside of the stadium. Yeah, and it, it, let me touch on that. My my issue with that is that because people don't get and understand and realize that that stadium is in the hood. Oh yeah. Yeah. One one oh, side yeah. one side, one side is, is gentrification. Is yeah. Yeah, gentrification. The other side is the hood. It's and literally separated by like two traffic lights. Right, and that I, side. You know, honestly, it's, it's not even that. That side where where the hood is, they all walk over and they're employees of the stadium. Yeah, I can see that. And Majority of them. Cause mind you, like y'all remember, I used to be a beer rep and all that shit. My boy Jermaine, my brother used to work there. He he was the beer rep of Nats Park, and I would go in with him and help him out. I used to walk him with the fucking employees. Yep. And they would they would walk out, walk in, be high as hell, smoking weed and all that shit. Yeah. So for the shooting and all that stuff, it's super unfortunate. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But I'm not surprised. Fucking, I'm not surprised. Me neither. Then from there, they trade all these motherfuckers away. They're trying to get away from the shooting. Like, well, <laughs> but no, 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 no. Like the, 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 the GM of the Nationals, he's very radical. He will make some crazy ass trades in the middle of the season. So he's known for that. But it's just hard. Like we sent three players in two different sports to Los Angeles. Yeah. What kind of shit is that? That's DC for you, though. Hey, man, man I got to look forward to NASCAR and goddamn the but Dallas Cowboys. But you so. know, when everybody leaves the. Washington football team when they leave the um, Wizards. I can't really speak on the Nationals yet because they're still kind of new. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capitals. Capitals pretty much the only team in this area. Thank God they are... <laughs> re-signed Ovi. Thank God. 
But whenever they, they trade had, away they a player, yeah, they go and win a championship for sure. So watch out, LA Lakers win a championship next year. Oh, for sure. As a but Celtics fan. Sports aside, um, other than that, that's been my week. Today was a very uh, hard day for me. Like once again, I said before we made the mics hot to you guys both. I'm saying while the mics are hot, I apologize for being here late for the show. Yeah. I apologize to your ladies if they're listening because today's show is late because of me. And um, it's still coming out on time to them, but I get what you're saying. True, but like just the the sake of recording right now and all that stuff, like I got a lot lot of stuff going on. I'm about a week, a month, and a week out from Barrel and Flow Fest, so all the beers that I'm brewing and all that stuff, I'm trying to make sure that it's perfected, get it canned up, and be ready to present it come the uh, the festival. Nice. They're doing a um, not the day of the festival, but the day before, they're doing a bring your own beer, like, yeah. you know, uh, sampling type thing. Yeah. So anybody that has, I just got an A-OK from the owner of the actual festival to be like, yo, this the BYOB event is set for those who are trying to bring old beer from the back of their fridge or whatever it is that you got going on. Mm-hmm. Just bring your beer, sit it on the table and, you know, just sit around and be merry. I was like, well, good. My beer's not in the back of my fridge. It's beer that I'm freshly brewing, so I want to make sure that it's okay because yeah. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. And he was right. like, he was like, bro, like I truly appreciate that. And he was like, you know, whatever you got to do, just make it happen. And for that, you know, um, just make sure that I get something. Oh, you, like you, you, you in in. You would say that, but my thing is like I'm. I just wanted to be respectful to the yeah, event. No, no, no. I get it you. is I a get you. it is a black beer festival, so I want to make sure that I'm not. Stepping on toes of anybody that's actually there to showcase their professional style of beer and all that you stuff. You gonna come off? But my thing is like the day before for the, for the beer and bottle share. I want to make sure that I'm not stepping on toes. I'm in compliance. I'm not you know doing anything wrong. I just want to show that there is somebody out there that is brewing beer and brewing good beer and want to make sure that I'm doing it the respectful way. Mm-hmm. It's the best way. Mm-hmm. Best way mm-hmm. that's that. So. Yeah. You know, between now until the second weekend of September, you'll hear my stress levels go higher <laughs> and higher <laughs> from now until then. Do but me a favor. Don't get nervous about it. Stick to what you know and keep moving in that, in that fashion. Hey, re- good resend, at what you do. resend me that too. I will. It, it's, it's not It's not an issue of being nervous or anything like that. It's just the more so the stress of, y'all know me. Yep. I'm, I'm a fucking perfectionist. Yep. And I will bitch, holler, and moan. The wedding... That, that, all over. Groomzilla. Yes, that, you're that right. Plum basil that, I just, <laughs> that plum basil that I just tasted, that was perfection in a glass. Thanks, man. So, I appreciate that. Congratulations. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So the, the, the plum basil farmhouse ale, which is what Los is talking about, it came out right. I'm taking up all the time, and I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll move did on. We, did we? Did we? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. But, um, well, it's perfect that you're taking up all this time, because I don't have much on my week. So, cool. So, <laughs> the, 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 the next beer I got much for... Sunday when I'm brewing is going to be a dragon fruit shandy, so um, yeah, I, I actually can't, like I can't wait to taste that. Peel the dragon fruit and like, oh man, dry it out. Going so to fucking you, you dry it out too, right? No, so I'm gonna get about eight pounds of dragon fruit, cut it down, chop it up, get it blended, add a little bit of vodka to it to um, sterilize it because vodka is okay, okay, vodka yeah, is yeah, the yeah. purest thing closest to like alcohol. Yeah, well, yeah, I got you. alcohol. You know what I no, mean? No, 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 I know, know that, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as far as edible, yeah, alcohol goes. I'll freeze it and then um, not when I pitch the yeast to fermentation. Right. The second day in fermentation, I'll add the fruit in okay. and go from there. And how long does it stay in there? It'll stay Until in the there end? for about a week and a half. A week and a half. Okay, a week so, and a half. so pretty much. For the duration. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll add lemonade and go from there. But yeah, so Dragon Fruit Shandy's on the way. 
that that's that's an extra word word word. Well, like I told y'all, I don't have much for my week. Um, it was just an ordinary week for myself. Um, although I don't know if I talked about this last week, but this week there's a place out in Ashburn, right? This is a fat nigga chronicles for you right now. <laughs> so okay. there's I'm hungry. a milkshake bar <laughs> called the Yard Excuse Milkshake me? Bar in Ashburn, Virginia. Okay. Oh, the Yard. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I, I think I've heard of that. We first went to this place down in um, Atlanta when we went to go to Atlanta uh, earlier this season, matter of mm-hmm. fact. Mm-hmm. Um, we found it. We went there. It was nice. It's one of those places where you could pretty much get anything in your milkshake, right? So you go in there, you get a strawberry cheesecake milkshake, right? So they take the graham crackers, they take the strawberries, they mix it up into the the, um, the milkshake, right? Just so like, 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 cold like like cookout, like cold stone, cold or cookout, both, right? Okay. But here's a, here's the topper on this, right? They give you a whole fucking slice of cheesecake on top of the milkshake. Oh my god! Excuse me, heaven. Yes, fat guy has heart attack but special. You know what? I don't <laughs> like cheesecake, but I can see why you like that. Though. But give me, give me, like you, they got a cinnamon toast. Uh, Jesus, I stuff cinnamon I, bun, cinnamon toast, cinnamon toast crunch one. Yeah, where they'll put a whole fucking donut, a little Debbie donut. Oh yeah, on the side of that motherfucker. Okay, fat my, boy heaven. My where, heart, my heart. Where, Listen, when, <laughs> we, how, why? Somebody <laughs> called the paramedics. My chest so, hurts. <laughs> So I cut a deal with the kids, right? I said, hey, if you guys, if you guys <laughs> clean you your room. Cut a deal? I cut a deal with the kids. I said, if you guys clean your room for this entire week, right, we don't have to hound y'all to keep y'all room clean, that kind of thing. I'm going to take you guys to a um, ice cream place, and it'll be the biggest ice cream you've ever seen in your life. Never lied to them, although it was milkshakes. But so <laughs> yeah. there was a choice between two places. There is another place in... Um, Springfield called Cookie Dough, and it, they take cookie dough and put it and fix it up like an ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go there too, mm-hmm. so I said we put up, we pulled You're up. You're okay with both? We, yeah, I'm fat, bro. <laughs> no, win, <laughs> no law situation at this yeah, point, right? Yeah. We're we're going in. Win win, right? let's go. So we pull it up on a TV, TikTok. You know, TikTok always got the viral videos of where they go to different places in the area. And I was like, all right, so you want this place? And they show, I showed the cookie dough place. And then I showed them the milkshake, the yard milkshake place. And um, the kids were like, oh, we want the milkshake place, right? Because they see the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. When I tell you the two girls went in there and ordered a fucking, um, oh, it's called a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Man, this thing had a um, fruit roll-up on it. It was cotton candy on the damn milkshake. Man, listen. When I tell you when they got home that night. They were running around like chicken with their heads cut off. It was so bad. Like I was like, "Yo, this I believe a, it." This was a bad mistake. Did it send them to the toilet though? It did not. It did not. Um, that's one thing that they Ooh, do. Well. They they got garbage. Um, if you're if you're lactose intolerant, right? They have um, other options that you can get your milk from and all that. Okay, kind of stuff. okay. But yeah, but that milk, but Damn. that the yard, it doesn't it doesn't really send you to the bathroom see, like that. Most see. milkshake places do, especially when they have like that malt stuff in it. It'll send you to the bathroom, but most cases no. Mm. Would wouldn't dare take take baby Hugh there, mm. but mm. it might be too big for Hugh. What I would do is if you take Hugh, even if he had you, a pinch of it, this, you, he's already hyper. That's what I'm worried about. So what you do is you take you, April, Spider Man, Hugh. You know, mm-hmm. bring the whole family down there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what y'all would do between you, April, and um, Hugh, y'all should just split. Now, is it bad that you have to bribe kids to get some sweets to clean their room? 
You know what? Probably. You know um, what? No, I don't. I don't think it is because they're kids. It's but you got to think of their ages. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, they're, yeah. you know, one just hit six, the other one four. Um, they, I'm trying to get them into the routine of cleaning their rooms more mm-hmm. often. I'm getting them, and in you the give routine. them a good incentive. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting them, and I'm teaching them. As I like today, I gave them a speech saying like, "Hey, whatever you do, whatever your task with, always do it to your best of your ability." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then they, I told them to clean up their room. They cleaned it up. They came, they come back to me and they say, "Hey, we finished cleaning up our room." I said, "Okay." And the next question is, "Did you do it to your best of your ability?" And then wait for their answer. If they say no, then go in there and figure out how can you make it mm-hmm. to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. This is just giving them the the preconceived notion of and also motivation always as well. put your best foot forward in anything that you do always outwork the next person mm-hmm. right so, so. may i ask a question real quick and What's then we'll, we'll move on yeah. i just like to hog up the time this episode i'm so sorry so you have the drill sergeant type of father figure right like if this shit ain't clean do push-ups and then there's someone like <laughs> you who is saying like hey let's get some ice cream but you got to clean your room Where's a happy medium in that situation? There is a happy medium. So what it is is you got to understand the child, right? Mm. You got to understand how the child learns, how the child listens, right? Um, if I told you that I was this way the entire time being with them, I'd, mm. be, I'd be completely lying to you. Yeah. When I yeah. first came into the, the situation, I was not a drill sergeant, but a high expectation. And so um, literally Angel had to pull me inside and was like, yo, you got to understand that one, that they're girls, two, that... They're mm-hmm. they're young. They're still young. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. You can't. Yeah. You. It's certain things. It's a certain level that you and the children have to reach together. Absolutely. It's a learning process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so when um, it's a learning process. You're learning from them as much as they are learning from you. Yep. Okay. They right? are teachers. So, so you and I noticed that when. I would get into that drill sergeant mode with Paige. Shut down. Paige is shut down. Mm-hmm. Not want to talk. And when she shuts down, she don't talk to nobody. She this is the Sagittarius one? This is the Sagittarius gotcha, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I knew that doesn't reach her, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we know Marcel. <laughs> yeah, we definitely and know. And then Jade. Jade is the more of the free spirit one. This is mm. the one that, um, I want to say, she her birthday's in February. The, so she has the gift of gab. So exactly. yes, she does. Yeah. And so she's a little like she would she would do it, but she would hate doing it. Mm-hmm. So what I learned is if you're gonna make them clean up their room, if they gotta clean up their room, make it fun or make mm-hmm. it rewarding in a sense. So mm-hmm. that way it doesn't regulate to them as a job and they yeah, dread to do it. Yeah, and the way to do that is you do more fun than 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 anything, you know, because it's 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 not always about the reward. Just if they can have fun while doing anything, whether it's learning or it'll or whatever, reach them, it'll reach yeah, them a whole it'll reach better. them a whole lot better. Yeah, you you're right about that. One hundred percent right then, about that. So that's what I'm trying to do. And so of course the ice cream thing is going to fade out because it now the new expectation expe- uh, expectation is you're going to be able to clean your room. Now, I'm not going to reward you every time you clean your room, mm-hmm. but to get the process started, I'll start. Re- I'll give you rewarding, slowly, slowly pull that back mm-hmm. and add another chore or another level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Maybe they start washing dishes next, and then I do the dishes for a run Vacuum while floor. still have them cleaning up their room, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Are you mm-hmm. ready for the resistance when it comes time for you to peel back the incentive? Can I, can I chime in right fast with that? The resistance thing. 
I listen. You either do it or you you don't get TV. Well, we'll see. <laughs> here, here. Go, go ahead, Marcel. But, but here's the thing. So you know, the resistance is not going to start until they turn teenagers. That's not. I mean, because because right now you're Big Daddy. Yeah, everything you I, know? I can do no wrong in their yeah, eyes. Right yeah, now. right now you're Big Daddy. Yeah. But when they become teenager, that's when it's that's when everything I do is going to be wrong. So I wouldn't say I I wouldn't go as close as that because they're they're girls. I'm gonna so, be the strict one though. Like me and I already figured this and, out. And and I believe that, but I don't think I don't think they're they're okay. They're they're they will probably more than likely look forward to you being more strict than you not being strict because then that means and and this is just me knowing little girls. Um they will probably tiptoe around if you're lighter on them. They do that now. They tiptoe around me now. Like it's so <laughs> but, but but it's a different it's a different form of it though too because cuz because right now, you know, they're young. Yeah. So they 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 may be doing it, but they're they're doing it because they're like they don't want this stern side to come out. But when they but when they get older and they figure out that the stern side is probably the best side because at least that you're saying something. When they figure out that you are actually disappointed in something that you do, or something that they do, then that's when they're going to be like, "Oh shit!" That's when they're going to start tiptoeing, tiptoeing around. But it's it's it's, it's yeah. Um, and so that's that's basically my week. I'm just going to end it there, okay? And then we're going to pass it over to you, Marcel. How was your week, boss? Or two weeks? <sighs> okay, so um, couldn't make it to the show last time. Um, was uh, uh, on the grill with a brisket. I fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I am the grill god, but you know, you know, things happen. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily like my standards are extremely high. Um, my very first brisket, seventeen pounder at that on my little tiny ass grill. Um, as far as it goes, uh, for me, it was definitely dry, but everybody loved it apparently because it wasn't for me, it wasn't for my family, it was for uh, my church, my my mom's church rather, and um, everybody liked it. I mean, that's just you know, it is what it is. Um. You know, I, I started making up my own rubs in my own seasons now. <laughs> Funny story. Um, so if I, I made a tweet about this, I said, if I ever had a cooking business, the name of it, the name of it would be not holding back grilled and smoked. I get what you did with there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I did what you did. I, I did what yeah. you put down. So, I can so pick up what you put down. Right. So I made a whole, I made just all different ones and I was just showing my wife and we just, you know, it, it just made us laugh, you know, made us look forward to look forward to the future or whatever. And after that, we'll start a cooking business. Because Why not? Uh, if, if I do, it's a lot of things that I would have to take care of first because I can't do that and still take care of home at the same time. Why not? You can't. Not 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 with the things I got going on right now. Opening a food business is very very hard. Yeah, especially starting up off the street. Mm -hmm. Like if you, I mean, what I'm saying is you can. I mean, of course it'll be very, slow at the very least, right? Tell your job, hey. Tell your coworkers at your job, hey. Um, I'm grilling. You know, if you guys want a plate, just give me 
couple dollars I'm, a plate. I'm, and tell I'm me not, what you think, that kind of thing. I'm not in to so, use my coworkers personally. Just to start but, it off. But I get you. I understand where Marcel is coming, and I understand where you're coming mm-hmm, from most. Mm-hmm. But the deciding factor in both of your points, what happens when somebody gets sick? Yeah, that too. That too. I yeah, I you, don't want to think of the negative. No, no, no. You don't ever want to think of the negative because you're. But it happens though. Uh, uh-uh. you have to. Yeah. Because you're serving food, mm-hmm. and 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 this is the problem where it, where it comes out comes down to it for anybody that wants to make that side that hustle transition. of selling plates and food yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. You still need to have some type of insurance to make sure that you cover someone getting sick because food poison is a thing. It is. You yeah. don't. You can't control what someone else had. I had food to poison eat last week. Prior to. Them eating your eating food. your food, right? Because mm-hmm. who knows? Somebody be going somewhere and getting a milkshake with a whole slice of cheesecake on top. No, you said <laughs> it, it's 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 a valid thing. It is a valid thing, it is, right? It is. And yeah, it's just one of the things that, that you don't know. So like for so say for like Marcel's side of it, right? Like he has to go out pay for insurance, right. which may may not may or may not be something that he's ready for right now, right? But in the same aspect, I don't want to piggyback on my my coworkers because say if I sell it to my coworkers, they get sick and then boom, they come back. Oh, don't buy shit from Marcel. Goddamn. Cause you know, I got sick off that shit and bada, bada, boom yeah. is what it I is. I mean, if, if, if they see it and they want it, that's a different story, but I'm not like, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I like most of my coworkers. If you get what I'm saying. I got you. I feel and then also, saying. yeah, he, he, he might want to find a different audience besides yeah. going to straight to his okay. coworkers. Start yeah. out with your mother. I don't know. Like, no, no, no. But see, but that's saying that's kill your mother. No, 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 no. But but that's <laughs> what it is though. First, I did. Like you know, with with my mom because I'm cooking for her church. I got so you, okay. you know, so she is already pulling it out of me yeah. because she know what I can do. Right. Um. But but anyway, that was that. Um. So. All right, we have we have more so some kind of darker kind of news or whatever that I'm going to bring to the table that I share with you guys. Um, you know, I guess when did I share with y'all? I don't know. I don't well, remember. Week before last. Maybe week before last. Okay, so um, during some of these shows, I have been dropping a few Easter eggs. I don't know if anyone caught them. Um. At the time, me and my wife, we were pregnant. And so the last, maybe the third, one, two, maybe about three weeks ago, um, she lost the baby. Oh, well, no. well, well, we lost the baby, rather. Oh, no. And I'm sorry, man. It's, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been devastating. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's been a lot of things that's been happening after that. Okay. So it's been, no, 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 nothing. Okay. Everything bad, but nothing that was caused by me or her. So with that, you know, she, she wanted to, you know, pass the baby naturally. And so that's what she was doing. Um, but then it would be the spur instance where she would call me and she would be like, yo, we need to go to the hospital because I'm it's things going on right now. Yeah, I know. And so it's been a couple times when I had like just got off of work and sh- and I hear from her boss, "Hey, we're rushing your wife to the hospital. Meet us there." That right. kind of shit. So, you know, it's 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 honestly it's really been a rough 2 to 3 weeks. Um we were about 10 weeks in with the baby. Um 
and like now that I sit back and I I think about it, like at first it was more so, you know, um, I was sad. Um, but at the same time, I was a little relieved because I was like, you know, I don't think that we can really afford another child right now. But I welcome the child. Of course. Um, but, you know, sitting back and thinking about it, I'm like, yo, you know, that more than likely that could have been the girl that we wanted. Um, in my heart, I felt like that was the girl that we wanted. But we will never know. Listen, but um, man, um that's a very, very tough, touching yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, prayers going out to you. Thank and you. April. Thank you. Um, and the entire Woodruff family, right? Thank you. Um, this is the reason of diapers and haircuts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is why we have the round table. Like, majority of the show is very funny. We talking shit about each other. We're hollering and bicking at each other and all that stuff. But <laughs> what what creates the the brotherly love of this show? It's being able to have a platform to express yourself because yeah. Marcel, you didn't have to fucking say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like in the same aspect, Cole and Mike, you told us and you know, we've right. been quiet about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you told us what happened, and then now on a hot mic, you're just taking the liberty just to say it. Yeah. You know, no holes barred. We didn't know. It is what it is. Yeah. But in yeah. the same regard, it's like cheers to you, my guy. Right. Thank you. you know, thank you. I and wish I had to, a little uh, something in my cup. There's some shit on the table. But uh, to uh, to you and your wife, you know, our deepest condolences. Absolutely. But in the same aspect, hopefully uh, another go-round is Absolutely. the best way to say Yeah, when the time is right. When yeah. the time is right. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you for, sh- for sharing your story. And, you know, I look forward to all of the listeners and all that stuff if they want to come forth or anybody else who's dealt with a situation like this. Yeah. Feel I'll, free, yeah. you know, because... Um, yeah. The diapers you, and the haircuts crew is a safe, safe space. Because you know what, honestly, this could be a good topic. I was, um, I was just you, you just hit what I was going to say because I feel because I, I honestly before we came up with the topic, I was going to say, hey, look, let's talk about this, but we're uh, fine. We'll, can we call it audible? You want to call it audible? Hut twenty two, motherfucker. Let's, let's go. go Omaha. That would be the show. Yeah. Let's do it today. Well, are you sure? Let's let's pause it. Let's shelf this. Let's go into. Best first, worst first. Okay. No, you know what we need to do? We need to do the um, Black History fact first. No, 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 no. Audible. Let, let's do oh, best okay. first, best first, worst first. Okay. Then Black History fact, and then we'll come back into you. All right. All right. Well, not literally, but you no, know. No, no, I, <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> time everybody we've been posting about it all week we've been putting it out there on twitter facebook instagram it's your one of your favorite segments reoccurring segments the best verse worst verse i I don't know i don't don't know yeah but uh (laughs) it is hats off uh little baby and little dirt featuring travis scott one of the newer songs that's out there little baby and um little dirt just dropped this album it's actually pretty dope. It's 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 a good album. You listen to it already? Okay. Not all the way through, but like I've listened to songs, and um, this is one of the best songs that's on the album. Absolutely. Um, and we go from there. So, rules. Y'all say best verse, worst verse, and fill in the middle. However, however you want to do it. Okay. And go with it from there. 
Um, I do have votes from Twitter, well, social media, so Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We go with it from there. All right. Are we, are we shooting the, the 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 votes first, or you want my you vote first, or you want the voters? From I the want first? your vote first, and then I can average it out. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. okay. All right. All right, Marcel, you up first? I don't know who any of these people are. Oh my God! You know who Travis Scott is? Listening to all of this music, this you know, and, and I'm gonna be honest. I went into this completely unbiased because I've never seen any of these people before. I don't listen to their music. I'm just I got to be real with you. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to be God. Like Travis Scott, like uh, out like a light. Yeah. Like a light and, and, through the flight. And guess what? What is that called? Sickle, I, right? I, sickle, sickle mode, yeah. Now, I've heard it. I've heard the, that that part on Drake's album. Yes, I no, have. No, no, no. That was Travis Scott album. I don't give a damn. Drake right. just had I've heard that part. I just want to point that out. <laughs> did, did you hear what I just said? I've heard that part on Drake's album. Okay. Oh, okay. So, anyway, I still didn't know who that was. It was still on Travis Scott album. I just want to point that out. Did, didn't ahead. really care. Go ahead. Still I love don't. you, though. I love you. Go you ahead. Know, I love y'all, too, but I don't really care. Um, <laughs> um, at the end of the day, um, listening to the song about, you know, a torturing about five, six times, um, torturing five or torturing six times, five, cause this the beat, is the, like one of the number one songs in the country right now. Like seriously, who's, who's country? America's your, your country or my country? The U.S. of A. same country. Eh, if, if. I mean, no, it's not the same country. Not, right. not, 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 you know, I, I live in a different era. You, I live you in a call different me country. the dinosaur. Wait a minute. You know, I mean, you're right right now. You're right. But I'm going to leave it alone. Keep on going, Marcel. Keep I am going. beyond the dinosaur. Whatever you can go beyond <laughs> that, that's me. The I big, wish prehistoric was a word, but yeah. Big Bang wasn't even around when I was born. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> there are so many planets in a... <laughs> him, him and Jesus on first name basis. I'm saying. Know. So, Bruh. Marcel, who is your worst verse? I don't know the name, but I'll give it to you in the order okay, let's that, do it. that I have it. So, the first verse that I heard is number one. Second verse that I heard is number two. Seriously? Yeah. So, <laughs> one, two, and three? <laughs> one, two, and No, and no, I literally, look, listen, listen, listen. Wait, just listen right fast. I literally listened to the song about, maybe about I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say six times. All right. And so first verse is your best verse. Yes. Okay. So he's saying Lil Baby has the best Lil verse. Lil Baby has the best verse. Lil Dirk follow up in number two. I, and then Travis. Travis, Scott. I guess. I the guess. worst verse, Drew. I guess. <sighs> I guess. Now here here but but here's the thing. So again, I fast forwarded to the second verse. Okay. And I fast forwarded to the third verse. Um, so I guess you can say I listened to this. Listen to it about nine times. <laughs> okay, each right. verse, right? So again, like it's that that's the same the order that I heard it in. I did not like the last verse. Nah. I liked it. I liked. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I liked all the verses, but it wasn't to the point where like, oh shit, this is my shit. You know, no, 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 not even come, not even close. Um. Me, I rule everything with like a substance rating. So I felt like the first verse gave me a lot more substance than any of the other verses. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, maybe respect. I wasn't maybe respect. I wasn't listening to it hard enough. No, I don't, it's a respect. I don't know. It's a respect. It's whatever you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm um, you know, when it comes to that, when it comes I I wanna say that kind of music, but I don't wanna be rude. 
Um, so I will say when it comes to the new age artists, um, I listen for key things, not things that everybody else listens to, because right. certain things don't resonate with me. So what you looking for? What you listen to? Again, I'm listening for, um, of course, I'm listening for lyrics. I'm listening for listening for the art of storytelling. Um, and also I'm looking for just the, the cleanness of however their voice could be. Cause like, I don't really do that whole auto tune thing. I don't really, I don't find it appealing and pretty much auto tune was on all through that. Um, that's just how they rap now. They rap with auto tune. Thanks T-Pain. No, not thanks to T-Pain because T-Pain was at least singing more so than rapping. With but the auto tune. The reason why I say thanks to T Pain is because T Pain was legit an artist that relied on auto tune. He, he didn't rely first. on it. He didn't need it. No, he can he sing on it. himself. He can sing by yeah. himself. No, no, he could not. Did oh, you ever yes, hear his real voice before? Yes. Before listen, he started singing? Listen to the album One Up because it came out after he won Mass Singer and he dropped it and that shit is fucking fire. He sung at a, um, it was, it was a, it was a, like during the COVID. He did a performance, but this is recently. Yeah, this no, is no, during it, COVID. It is, yeah. This is no, during no, no, COVID. No, 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 no. I know he can sing now because he's actually been taking singing lessons. Nah, bro, I ain't gonna say that. Listen, I ain't gonna say listen, that. No, because he okay. Back in two thousand eight, when he first when came out, when I really find sing, the bro. interview, I will show it to you. Please give it to me because like my the I only will. reason the I only will. reason he used auto tune was the fact that he was trying to figure out what separates his sound. From the next no, person. I, well, I agree. not I agree. not only no, you're right. Not only that, what it was a uh, uh, two was um, it was that, and it was also somebody was in the studio, and they played around with it, and he liked it. And he said, "Holy shit, let's see how this sounds." But like, I, I he think he put it out there. He put one song out there, and then it just it went. I'll say this, and then just let's just move on, gents. Because like my thing with like T Pain is, is that. The last person to do auto tune before him was was Roger, right? Roger and Zap. Maybe I don't know. I didn't know auto tune mm -hmm. was a thing until T. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to look at our age. All right, so no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the guy that that sung California Love on Tupac song. Oh yeah, he, that so was that's Roger. Yeah, that's yeah, Roger. Yeah. That's right. And yep. he. Uh, that's that's not. That's, that's Roger. That's that's a vocoder. That's not but, auto tune. But that's the start of. But that's the start of auto tune. The, 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 um, the shit in your mouth and you know playing on the fucking keyboard and all that shit. Two different things. True, but everybody in society no, I, I and music, you, I get what you're saying. Equated T Pain to Auto Tune, and yeah, and he, he didn't do it with the fucking vocal thing in his mouth. But it's like, no, no, no. Look see, at the look at the prog the progression of music, and people's like, oh well, we can go digital with the shit. You gotta have this. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me just say this right fast because I'm starting to be triggered. No offense, no go offense, because you don't know. Um, so. Auto-tune is a program. Vocoder is a keyboard. Two totally different things. But but but, but let's just they, go for it. They equate. No, no, I got you. The, I got you. The, the, the greatest auto-tune singers what you about is, to say? What you about is to say? Roger and T-Pain. No, no, I get you. I get you. What you about to say, Los? There's a topic, and they did a documentary on this, and I watched it, and the vocoder is the beginning of auto-tune. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't. I, I didn't say it wasn't. But what I'm saying is, is, is two different things. I'm I'm telling you I'm All telling right. you because I I've, I've I've been there. Okay, I've been there. I'm going to agree with you on with you, Los, on this one <laughs> because I, my thing was like for T Pain and like and with with T Pain, he legit said like yeah I cornerstone 
the music industry for a good while with the sound and everybody came behind me with that shit. Even Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, Kanye, all them niggas. Akon. All let's, of them. Let's right. roll for it. Let's roll for it. But this is some auto-tune shit. Go ahead. Lance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So me, I'm sorry. Um, I do have to agree with Marcel. Really? Um, the worst verse comes from Travis Scott. Really? Is um, it because of the ending? No. Okay. Um, so the reason being, Travis Scott verse is decent. I'm going to say decent. Okay. I agree. A couple of things happened that I noticed in this song. First thing, when Lil Baby starts rapping, right, and Lil Dirk comes in, Lil Dirk does not miss a beat between Baby and Dirk. When Travis Scott verse starts, there's a break. To, it's almost like he got to catch the beat with his flow. Go ahead. You know what Go I mean? Ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm and about to say something. Go he ahead. lose he lose points for me on that. One thing that ever all three of the gentlemen get points on, all three of them are writers on this song. Congratulations to all of you guys for writing your own verses on this song. Okay. There's a couple of other people. He says big ups to Chi Chi, uh, in the beginning of the track. Chi Chi name um, is on the you know a written person. So I'm guessing he probably helped out. Or she probably helped out. I don't know who this person is. Um, but all three individuals got their name written on their song. So congratulations to y'all for participating or writing your own verses, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists out there that we can't say that about, right? Um, Damn, yeah, you're right. And the flow of Travis Scott just seems a little flat to me. Even though he does a little carry-on with the, the, the Bachelor, what is it? What do you say, bachelors? I think he say bachelors in this verse. He he carries the word over and he kind of goes into like this singing mode kind of deal. But overall, the verse is kind of flat to me. Uh, follow up with number two. The the second best verse comes from Lil Baby. Lil Baby has the second best verse, um, simply because he's he's the first person on the track. A lot of times that's a disadvantage because you don't want to start off super hard, and everybody else forgets the rest of the verse. Right, so the person that starts off the song is the Wait, set toner. You said the second best verse. The or? second best verse goes to Little Baby, the first verse on the track. Okay, so, so it's not in agreement with me. It's no, not, no, I no, agree not, with you not. on Travis Scott. Oh, not. okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. His best verse is Little Dirk. My I best got you. verse I got is Little Dirk. I got you. Okay. Um, one because he's in the chorus, mm-hmm. and following up behind the chorus, he jumps into his verse. No skipping a beat or nothing like that. Phenomenal. I like that. Right? Now, maybe they, they patched it together inside the studio. Yeah, that's what you do. So that way, it just flows, but it yeah. works. Yeah, the, the, yeah. you, sometimes you put down you, the hooks, and then you... Sometimes you when you hear an artist for too long, it can kind of gnaw you to sleep. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm with you. Make yeah, you go yeah, to yeah. sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't happen with Lil Durk's verse to me. Um, And then I like the ending of his Lil Durk's verse when he starts giving the years of his progression in his career. Um, and what he went through in life. I do enjoy that part. There's a bit of realism there and things like that. So that's my best verse and worst verse. Well, I will pull this out with my vote included because my vote is a winning factor in this shit, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, Carlos, uh, Lil Dirk, he is the worst verse in this entire debacle of oh best verse, worst verse. Really? 
One vote Twitter, one vote you. So you suck. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I think I might, might have been that one vote on Twitter, but I don't know. It's like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm you joking. weren't. You weren't. You weren't. <laughs> but in the same regard, like, for me, when it comes down to it, Lil Durk only had a verse. Lil Baby had a pre-chorus, a chorus, and his verses. Okay. Yeah. And okay. He, he more so dominated the song. So he did. That, that would give him a number two. Okay. Right? Um... For me, I'm a Travis Scott fan. So, like, for you, Marcel, you and, you and Logic, that bias comes into play. Yeah. But then also, I can read his lyrics. I don't disagree with that. I can read his lyrics, see what he's going through, know what he's going through. Him and uh, um, uh, the, the fucking Jen, the Kent, the Jenner girl, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, with the baby and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got back together. They're trying to make it work as co-parents. It's that in the third. And... He's still writing songs. He's putting out lyrics. And he's just putting shit out there. And he's always been a weird and wild motherfucker, right? Right. Like, that motherfucker's on drugs. <laughs> and there's no getting away, getting around it. You know what I mean? But yeah. just going to the flow of the song, what he can do and how he can manipulate the song versus the actual sound of what Baby and Dirk can produce right. is what draws me to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, grand total. Uh, baby got second place with four votes. Okay. So three votes, IG and Twitter. Marcel's vote on top of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis got five votes. See, there's something wrong with the buttons on Twitter, bro. There's, <laughs> something, the, there's something wrong with the voting buttons on Twitter. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I just pulled the shit. I'm just showing you what it is. I need a recount. First of all, hey, can we get a recount done? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. is what it is. Where, uh, where uh, Bush when you need him? Where nah. Florida at when you need him right now? Throw a shoe. But anyways, um, <laughs> oh, so shit. this has been <laughs> your best verse, worst verse. Hats off, Lil Baby and Lil Dirk featuring Travis Scott. Thank you, Lois, for the recommendation of the song. Want to give you that that shout out? No worries. Uh, let's go and get into a Black History fact. Word. What's going on, DNA's family? This is your boy, Los, coming at you with another amazing Black History fact for the week. This one goes out to Tia Norfleet. As of 2016, Tia became the first and only African-American female to be licensed as a NASCAR driver. Born May 1st, 1986, from Suffolk, Virginia. Tia is the daughter of former NASCAR professional driver Bobby Norfleet. Tia began the love of racing at the age of five, decided to pursue her career in racing by the age of 14. By that time, she had already won 37 of 52 amateur races. So DNA's family, I'm asking you to go out and do your research on Miss Norwood. And to you, Miss Norwood, thank you for breaking the barriers of today's sports for the culture. This is your Black History Fact for the week. Peace. Peace. My guy Lowe's coming back with a black history fact on a NASCAR fact. You ain't even know. Yes and no. <laughs> there, there has been some black race car drivers out there. Right. Now, I will say that you caught this very early. I will say that, yes, I did not know about this one. Yes. I was looking at another black NASCAR driver that me and uh, Uncle Dub was talking about, and he's actually in the truck series, and he's making a name for himself. Okay. But when you sent this, I'm looking at it. I'm reading at it. Um, I think what you sent said that Patti LaBelle has her name on her as well, too. Yes. Really? Patti Which is, La- um, 
Yeah, it's a bunch of people that yeah. got her backing. Yeah, and want her to succeed. And that that's pretty dope because in the southeastern region with NASCAR, let alone women having a platform, because the last huh. woman that we saw was Danica Patrick. Right. We know we all know how that went. Exactly. To see a black woman doing it, and then now getting her claim to fame, you know, and you catching it right now is putting it on the spot. And this is what makes the Black History Fact more innovative for us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so, hey, Los, keep it going, my guy. Got it, bro. All right, so let me just keep on progressing on along. Let me just turn my chair over towards you guys. Let me just ask y'all some questions because I'm not a father. I don't have kids. We're not pregnant. We called an audible earlier today. We yeah. did. Yeah. We did. We did. We did. And I'm just going to run with that because, like, for me, I got to ask y'all as my older brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some questions. Oh, okay. shit. You know, um, Marcel, you pretty much put yourself out there with this thing. And, and for the most part, I commend you in your mm. vulnerability. And mm. bravery. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so now that you've went through the process of, you know, miscarriage and all that stuff, mm-hmm. what's next? That's actually a tougher question than... Any question you probably could have asked. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's it's good. Um, so what's next is honestly like, well, at least for me, honestly, just being careful. And I mean, shit, that's my wife. So pull out if you know that was one of those things that I have to be asked to do. I'm just being real, you know. Um, and. If I may ask, like, what, why, like, like, why is that the notion now? Like, is is kids still in the future for y'all, or is that so, like just off the table now? So, kids actually wasn't in the. It wasn't in the plan. Extra kids, mm-hmm. um, other than the three that we have, right? Um, my thing was going going further after Holden was the simple fact that I was like, you know, honestly, because she she had to have a cesarean, right? Right. And so my thing was I did not want to see her in that pain ever again. That is a serious, that recovery side, it's, it's, it's maybe two months close to it, but it's not just the healing. It's the, uh, it's not just the physical, it's the mental as well. 100%. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, like I didn't want her to have to go through that because I know the level of vulnerability that she can handle during those times. And it's not it's not something that I can completely handle as well. But when it happened, it was like oh shit. Damn it. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's a girl this time. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's what's going on through my mind. Of course. Um, but as far as as far as what's next, honestly, I I don't know. I just I just feel like I have to be a little more careful, not necessarily um not necessarily sex wise, but just um things of of what we say and what, what no, things of what I could say and things that what I can do which may be a trigger for her. And I'm not saying that I would say anything bad, but like I don't want to bring up the baby even slightly. Of course. You get what I'm saying? So I have a more so selfish question for you next. 
and bad timing on my part because it should have been said first, but it just hit me, right? Um, for you as an individual, because like we all know your marriage is a blended, blended family. Mm-hmm. For you selfishly, and this is no charge against you, and hopefully if the wife hears this, she's not taking this against you. Ask away, bro. How many kids? How many kids do you want? Like that's your bloodline. Honestly, I was fine with one. Okay. You know, I mean, of course, the more the merrier if we have the money, um, you know, the finances to support that. But honestly, it was it was, I wanted at least one, whether that had been a boy or whether that had been a girl. You know, my thing was one. Now, having a girl. Um, after having a boy would have been the complete bonus. You know what I mean? And I and I welcome it. Um, having a boy, gotta be honest, of course, you know, that being my child, I would have been extremely happy about. But would I want another boy again? Nah, I don't want another boy again. Hold is one and done, baby. Yeah, one and one done. And done. Yeah. Baby Hugh, the legend. <laughs> the young legend. Um, okay, so Los, moving so, over to you. Okay. So your scenario okay. and what you got going on, elaborate on that, and then I'll try me. Um, I mean, I came into this relationship with Angel with she had you know, uh, three kids from uh, being married prior to. Um, the relationship didn't work out for whatever reason, what have you, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and I've kind of took on, um, her kids as my own. Some people say I'm dumb. Some people say Hell not no. too smart. Some people say, you know, that might not been the best move, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, I see uh, two girls and one boy, uh, one teenager, actually, um, going through life and could be missing out on that father figure. And I think that I owe society um, to do what I can to lead these young kings and queens into a better, better off of life. I don't disagree with that. So all. with that, like for you in saying society and all that stuff, um, what makes you compelled to be that? Like what what draws you to, to say, I am compelled by society to Legit do this? honor, um, mm-hmm. love a race of our people, mm-hmm. um, love and hate seeing the cycle of people growing up um, at a disadvantage because somebody else is ignorant. Absolutely hate that. You know what, and and probably another thing that you're that you're not really thinking about too is the fact that you actually have a father. You get what I'm saying? So, because 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 for me, with with my um with the two that we had before Holden, um, my actual sister, um my my blood sister, does not have the same father that we have, and honestly, I didn't know that until hell, I was. I was in my twenties. Hey, you know we got more in common than what you think, right? I guess we do. But but I mean, just 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 going back to that, mm-hmm. you know. And my thing was, I mean, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that when when me and my wife started talking before we, she became my wife. But you know, my thing was, I mean, I don't give a damn if your kids was by another, you know, man. I mean, what 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 am I gonna say? You know, what, right. what can I do? You know what right. I mean? So, you know, it is, I love you, and that's going to transpire to your kids. And that was the first thing 
That was one yeah, of the first things that, that was, we talked I, about. When when we me and Angel first started talking or talking back up again because we knew each other from high school, dating mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started talking up again, it was she she laid it out on the table. I have three kids. I just got out of a marriage. You know, yada yada yada. She told me everything. Didn't hide anything from me. Mm-hmm. Right. Kudos one. Right. Second part is I knew she came in as a package deal, mm-hmm. and. I couldn't call myself an honorable individual if I accepted her, but not the kid. There's yeah. people that's out there that does shit like that. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, it's not at all. But I fell in love with Jaden Page before I fell in love with Angel. Oh, that's okay. good. That's um, great. The reason being is they Jaden Page have the biggest smiles, the cutest smiles. That you ever want to see in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. and it's like, how the fuck can somebody just walk away from that? So, but that's it. So, yeah. if if I may interject, like of hard, yeah. hard question for you, Los, right? Like, you are now in a blended family. You don't have your own biological child. Nope. Do and if you want your own biological child, of course, everybody wants a biological. You know, bloodline. They want the bloodline to keep going. Yeah. All right. But in the sense of, I do, I do, I cannot control what God has planned for me. Mm. So okay. if my bloodline doesn't come, right, I'm the last of my family. I'm the youngest, right? So if my biological doesn't come, I accept the kids now. You know, if save me and Angel move on and, you right. know, go down right. the line and. Right. You know, die together basically. Yeah, the bloodline continues on through them. Yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, of course. Another question. Yeah. So, if and when you could have another, you could have your biological right. What's the timeline on that? There's no pressure. No pressure. No, no, no timelines. Like, no pressure. No timelines or nothing like that. So we're going to continue. A, that's actually a very. We're going to continue to. You know, I gets down with the gets down. You feel me? I got so, you. <laughs> but, but no, no, wait, 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 wait. So, 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 hear me out. Like. Selfishly speaking, like what as I gave Marcel, I'm giving to you. Selfishly speaking, give us that timeline. Like what what What's, what, what would be something old. that you would want? What I'm saying, like there's no. Okay, so as far as a timeline, if the if a if Angel does get pregnant, I want it to be done before the age of 35. Okay. Mm. If I can say it, I want it done before the age of 35. Got you. Because the reason being is because if it's a boy, if it's a girl, I want to be able to. Do things that I'm able to do with Jaden Page, and I'm not super right. old yeah. in age. You want to be young enough. Stuff. Yeah. I want to be young enough to see me on a basketball court. Or right. I was just listening to that little Dirk album. Have you heard it? You get yeah. what I'm saying? I can yeah. have those conversations yeah. with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I am not pressuring it. Mm-hmm. I am not going to stress about it mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm. It's in the being above hand. Yeah. Control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, it's yeah, in my, yeah. if it's in the cards for me to have it, thank you. Yeah. But if it's not, thank you too. I'm gonna still do my thing with the family that I have now. Definitely a figurative question. Wasn't like a legit no, question. No, that's legit. I wanna, yeah. I wanna actually chime in for myself. Um, so actually, me and April, we had this talk. Um, and the talk went like this. So, a lot of people don't know. April is actually five years older than me. So okay. she's more closer to 40 than I am, okay. right? You're pretty so, close, though, but I got you. No, no, I, I am. You know, let's, let's not short this shit, right? Teasing, I am. Teasing, teasing. But 
But at the same time, she's she's maybe three years shy, right? Okay. So the the talk came, and you know the question to us both was exactly what you asked Drew, and her thing was she was like, "Look, I love you and all, but ain't no babies coming out of this after 40. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so my thing was, I was like, well, you know, it that is your body. Right. So regardless of what I think, what I say, what I hope, what I don't hope, it's still your body. So for me, it wasn't more so of a question. It was a, this was going to happen. <laughs> um, but at the same time, though, like, you know, I still feel young and spry. And I'm pretty sure that when I'm in my 40s, my 50s, maybe my 60s, hopefully my 70s and 80s, not to say that, you know, we want to have a baby after I'm 60 years old, but I feel like my genes, as far as, you know, coming from my dad and his father and his father before him, yeah. um, we, and, and, and also my grandparents, um, at least on my dad's side, like, we were all pretty spry well they were spry into their older ages oh, okay you know so i'm not saying that i want to have a child after 50 or something like that but you know if it does happen then fuck it it is what it is um necessarily i mean not necessarily that's going to happen or anything like that because i think she's pretty close to that stage i got you right now um um but yeah my family's a little bit different. My family all had their kids usually in a younger age. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I just lost a great aunt who was actually like barely in her 50s. But that gives you an idea of yeah. the young How young age. the family is. Yeah. Exactly. Right, right, right. So, um, but yeah. Um, and you, what's next? Do you want kids? Yes. How many? Well, well here's my thing. I have to have kids. <laughs> okay, all right. You know what? The bloodline from, thing from, like me, you the yeah, last of your bloodline? What you said, yeah, yeah. I have to have a son. Okay. I am the last existence the last existence of my family, of my bloodline. I am too. Yep, that's exactly True. what I'm talking about. But your stress that you have, and this is me just going, like, knowing you through life and your natural up upbringing, yeah. I've never seen the stress that I've endured on you is the best way to say it. Like, I've had my dying grandmother tell me that you must have a boy. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. I got you. Yeah, I've yeah. had that was never given to me. I've had That's my. It's, it's it's because of the last name, though, right? It is, but like in the same aspect, like it was me and my cousin who was the last bloodline of it, but he died. Oh shit! Okay. He died years back. Yeah. You know what I mean. So like now, from there, it's just me. You're the sole last one. I am the only last existence yeah. of the Dill family yeah. from the Eastern region. And don't get me wrong, there are white people in my family. I've met a white person last. Like, I'll tell you the tell you the story. Last restaurant job that I worked in, um, a reservation got set by the last name Dill. Okay. And everybody came straight to me like, "Is your cousin coming here? Is your friend coming here? Like, family member? Like, there's somebody last name Dill." The fuck you talking about? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. right? I'm like, well, just sit him here and I'll just go talk to him. White as day. And he saw a stone cold ghost when I said my last name was Dill. 
And I'm like, have you done an ancestry? He's like, yeah. He's like, I've been told that there's been, you know, some black folks in the family bloodline, but I never knew. And we both put down driver's license for each other. <laughs> and he was shocked. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. You're we not, might be related. Yeah. You know. But could, I mean, could be, because I mean, I honestly know one deal, and that's you. Hey, thanks, man. But I, I, <laughs> I know for a fact, like, with the ancestry and all that stuff, like, in the Midwest and then going out West, it's predominantly white folks. Yeah. But in that same regard, my biggest thing for me is that I'm the last of my bloodline. Yeah. Yep. I'm of the last your immediate of bloodline. Immediate from my mother from Birmingham, Alabama, coming up to D.C. Mm-hmm. This is all that I know because my cousin passed. Right. right. And from me being a young boy... And my grandmother feeding me oatmeal, getting ready to get on the bus. You got to have a baby boy. You know that, right? Oh, shoot. You know what I mean? That's a lot to put on a young kid. That's, that's, that but is. not even that. It was more so towards me than my cousin because my cousin, quote unquote, was more of a fuck up. I got you. If that makes sense. I got you. So you got to have a wife and you got to make her take your last name. Yeah. And you got to do this and you got to do that. And vice versa when it comes to me and my wife, Jasmine, like... Jasmine's family, she is the last woman to carry on the family mantra. Yeah. And let alone, they almost cornered her to a point where they wanted her to make sure that her husband would let her hyphenate. And when it came to me and her dad, he gave that shit up because he realized, like, yo, I'm not backing down. And there's no way that I'm going to let my wife hyphenate her last name. Yeah. And really, I would love to touch deep on that. I want to figure out. And here's my thing. I'm not, well, I, I'm, I mean, he's I'm not the last. A, he's, it's the last though. And I mean, I'm not against hyphenations. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. If, if it was a thing, like if I had a very big family, cause y'all know my family, it's me, my mother, that's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Right. And if I was me, my mother, aunt, uncle, cousins, their kids and all that shit. And there was a, family tree of a bloodline, right. it'd be a different story. Yeah. Okay. But the fact that it's just me and my mother, yeah. my immediate cousin who was legit my brother, yeah. died, there, there's no questions. There's no hyphenations going I, on. I, I get I you get know what that. I, mean? I get that and completely. I, there's no argument there. I do appreciate my wife for making that sacrifice because she did like the idea of a hyphenation. Right. But in the same regard, it's like her dad realized like, yo, that shit ain't flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. So but, I thought about that. I, I legit thought about that, Drew. Um, funny story. Angel's last name is Johnson. Mm-hmm. My mother's last name is Johnson. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> it works out. It works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when it comes down to it, like, my my now father-in-law, yeah. he gets it and he understands, like, yo, you need to have boys and you got to carry on a little pickle name. Right, <laughs> but in that same regard, what what makes it so special is that he even asked me. He's like, "If you have two boys, can their can their middle name have my hyphenated first name?" Okay, Roy, Mac and Roy. Oh, so it's in Roy. Yeah, so it's Mac Dash Roy. Okay, you okay. know what I mean. Oh, oh, right, right. That's so, what I'm saying. Roy. Yeah. So yeah. Mac, Mac Roy is his name. Okay, but it's hyphenated. So he's like, you know, oh. can your oldest son have Mac, Mac as a middle Roy. name? Okay. And then your youngest boy have Roy as a middle name. And I'm like, that's no fucking question. I don't see why not. That's do pretty you, dope. Do you yeah, have I like a, um, that. a time limit? Five. Five years. Five years? Yeah. Like okay. a lot of things. Five years would be um, to, I guess, after five years would be a no-go. That's what you're saying? I mean, no, 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 no. So, so don't get me wrong. 
we're going to start October 10th of <laughs> this year, which is the one year anniversary. I've never done that. Like no, but but you got I you got to get it though. I, I know, but yeah. I never thought of yeah, that. Like, like we we've been married. The calendar. I should have yeah. known. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'll be married a year October 9th. Yeah. Right. And then October 10th, we're on to plan having or trying to practice that. Make sure y'all go on a vacation. To have a kid. I mean, we've already done that. And then in the same regard, like, like we've serious, serious vacation. Y'all don't understand. Like, the rest of this year is about to be fucked up for y'all. Oh, okay. Because we we, we got shit planned. All right, good, good. In in that same regard, the biggest thing is that, you know, we're trying to make sure that we still be young, married couple, then come to the day after. The wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. we're actually going to start. Like, let's plan this family. Let's make it happen. Let's make it work. That's great. And That's great. We're yeah. looking at doing it on ain't days. Ain't nothing like a happy accident, bro. Yeah. And <laughs> and he, here's the thing, like for us, like there's certain months that we've xed out. Like we July, it ain't happening. You know what I mean? Because yeah. her birthday is July second. July fourth is our favorite holiday. I proposed to her on July fourth. Right. Uh, right. July seventeenth is actually our High school anniversary, mm-hmm. and that same Damn. weekend is a is a family fucking vacation yeah. for the family reunion. Yep. Ain't happening in July. You know what I mean? For me, I'm born in fucking December, right? Oh yeah. Then yeah, you got yeah, Christmas yeah. and New Year's. Yeah. Fuck that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Thanksgiving, Black Thanksgiving. Friday. <laughs> Fuck that, right? <laughs> you know, Halloween. We might can swing something earlier in the month, but goddamn, it's gonna get real tough coming November, right? <laughs> and then until December, but nah, we we not doing that. So we we've been planning like times and dates when to do it, and go with it from there. But um, I say I say good luck and congratulations all at the same time. Yeah, man, thanks. But like our biggest thing, like, cause uh, y'all know me, like I got the beer thing going. So like the breweries is is a big thing in conversation. That's a big thing that goes in, into the planning. Um, also from there, it's like. Before the show even started, we even talked about like me not being in, being in this house five years from yeah. now, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's like yeah. that's another it's, thing too. It's things yeah. like that, just trying to make sure that the environment and the space is still grown and larger. Absolutely. I, I'll say this: um, it's excellent that you know you and your wife are able to sit back and plan, or at least try to plan. Everything that you can, not even if it's to the T, but mm-hmm. just the fact that it comes out. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, there's nothing like having a happy accident. Well, maybe, sure. maybe because <laughs> I'm looking at it differently than y'all. I don't like the aspect of planning the child, not unless you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? I don't, I don't. I don't disagree with neither one of you because I, I see a, it from both points. Yeah, you know. there's a surprise factor associated with. Um, cause there's a pride, there's a pride, like, a uh, like happy factor mm-hmm. associated with conceiving. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to, like Angel came to me and was like, well, what if I can't? And then what if we got to go and, you know, go to the doctors and see them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I told her we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. But initially I don't want to plan for it. I want it to just happen because it's just a part of nature. It's a part of life. Like. And if you don't get pregnant, if she doesn't get pregnant, I'm cool with that too. I'm happy yeah. with what I got. I got you. I got you. I'll say this and then I'll take your question, Marcel. For me, going on to that, like, I'm okay with planning because y'all know me. Yeah. That's the type of person that I am. Yeah. Detailed to the T, eyes dotted, T's crossed. But then secondly, 
from there it's like I can now plan plan out my year financially mm-hmm. of what to do. Yeah. Because like, yo, if a baby comes earlier in the year as far as a birthday, mm-hmm. I won't have that to worry about. I can still sustain come July because that's the midpoint. And dear God, it's fucking July, right? <laughs> and then we go always, from there. always plan at least eight months, right? And I, I'm not saying nine because, of course, you know the baby cook is supposed to come at nine, but right. always plan eight months, right? And then you know from there, my my next thing, like for you to say, Los, like you know, if it don't come, it is what it is, and X, Y, and Z. For me, I'm on, I'm on the opposite side of the coin. Okay, it has to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, but I feel like that. When you say has to, um, just me speaking from my opinion, I'm not trying to impose on y'all. Mm-hmm. It just add, it, I feel like it adds an it extra adds, stress that, yeah. to so, that situation, so, so, especially if it doesn't come. So I'm about to hit you with something that will hit you close to heart, and I'm sorry. Yeah, It goes back to you saying as a child, you've been bred as a football player that you need to get up and make the next play. I've been bred as a child to say that you need to carry on the family bloodline. Yeah. And there's no if ands, buts about it. And if you don't do that's, it, it's a fucking failure. That's locked in your oh. soul. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, that's rough. in my heart, in my mind, there's no greater, sweeter accomplishment to do but to carry on the family bloodline. If I have one boy and his last name is Dill, I've succeeded in life. No matter all the shit that I'm doing. Wow, that's deep, bro. That's deep. Because you're doing a lot of shit. Yeah. Right. For it to yeah. all be thrown away because one boy didn't come. No, 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 no. That that doesn't mean that, that doesn't necessarily very... mean that everything will be thrown away. Let, let let's take me for example, right? Because you're you're leaving a mark on the world. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, of course. The shit that you I've watched you from college and everything that you put together from college, from class president to, you know, all oh, the little thanks, things man. That, all the things that you thanks. put together. Like I saw you as somebody that put a mark in this world with plenty of accomplishments and for it to be counted out for you not having a son, Mm. you can have 15 girls and just couldn't get that son out. You still left your mark on this world. Building life. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, put it like that, Los, yeah, I do agree with you. Um, Because, yeah, your blood will still be running deep within you know, your child, no matter if it's a boy or girl. But I, of course, I get what you're saying. It's the last name for you. Mm-hmm. Now, hypothetically speaking, she doesn't have to change her last name, just like Jasmine didn't have to change her last name, too. You're but, right. But, I, but, but at the end of the day, see, that's the only problem. When the child is born, it's, it, the child would take either the father's last name or the mother's last name. So that would be something that they would have to work out together. But but I completely understand where both of you are going with that. Now, um you said something about the 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 surprise factor, right? I just yeah. I just want to touch on that right fast. I don't like surprises. What? And I know Drew doesn't you, like surprises. You walk in the house after getting off a route. It's and a Sagittarious she a, thing. She got bun in let the me, oven. Let you, me tell she you. She say, hey, can you grab those out of the oven for me? I am going to tell you when I found out about this um, pregnancy or, or whatever. Um, I come in the house. Right. She says, hey, how was your day? My day was, it was all right. How you doing, baby? I love you. Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting down. 
I'm just sitting down. We watching TV, and she just smiling and looking at me and cocked her head to me. She said, "Hey, tap me on my lap. You want a beer? Yeah. Hell yeah, I want a beer. Girl, go get me. Goddamn, this is the beer and cigar of the week." <laughs> I said, "I said, wait." How much you want? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Said, That's my next question. How much I, you want? I said, wait a minute. Why are you get me a beer and I can get my own goddamn beer? She said, no, I just want to get you a beer. Nah, what is it? What, what, what the fuck is up? Are you pregnant? I hit that shit right on the money. <laughs> she said, I am. My face went from smile to regular. Why? I'm not done. I'm processing, mentally processing. It's because a thing. It's yeah. a thing when you're a Sagittarius. I'm pro. I'm instantly pro. Instantly. It's gotta be a Sagittarius thing. I am. Listen, when I say instantly, I mean it, as soon as I left that out of my mouth. Yeah. I already started processing for whatever answer may come back. A million things came in my mind, and it wasn't pregnancy. Okay. And then it was pregnancy. I got up. I looked in my humidor. I got me the best smoke I could find. I grabbed a beer. I popped it. I grabbed some meat. I thawed it out. I took the cover off my grill. I came back in the house. I tapped her on her shoulder. Because I didn't say nothing. I literally did not say anything to her at that point. I just oh got up. Goodness. And I looked at her and I said, I'll talk to you outside. So. Why? That's like the most scariest thing ever. Like, Because I don't know what to say. I did not know what to say. Okay. Don't get me wrong. That's my wife. That's the most unsettling feeling That's my ever. wife. We are married. But when it comes to surprises, when it comes to something of that magnitude, at least for me, I can't necessarily speak for Drew, but I know we think alike sometimes. Yeah. You can't, say, you can't process it as fast as you want to. So your mind is still racing 100 miles an hour, reaching past the whole pregnancy. Like, my mind literally shot into space, and pregnancy was right here. So I had to fly back down to grab the pregnancy word alone. So I needed to do a whole bunch of things just so I can slow myself down so when to I bring myself down to realize, like, oh, shit, she is pregnant. When I went through that same process, right, like, I've been through hmm, quite a few pregnancy scares, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> one in particular, Drew, was when we were in college. And um, mm -hmm. when when I first found out that, you know, that she was pregnant, you know, all notion was that I was the father. Mm -hmm. And even though I was a, what, freshman, sophomore in college, she, you know, it was like, cool. Like, let's let's figure this out. I got to figure out the most scary part of was freshman in college. I got to tell my parents yeah. that was the biggest hurdle. Now I'm 30. Yeah. I ain't, fuck, you know, yeah, it is what it is. I love now. you dad, but you know, <laughs> 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 but, um, but at that age, freshman in college, you're still kind of under your parents thumb quite a mm -hmm. bit, mm -hmm. you know, during that time. But even then it was, let's go. It's an, it's an ecstatic fig, uh, situation, but it wasn't until like, seven months into our pregnancy when I figured out, you know, the other part of that story. And, um, you know, at every time it's always been an exciting factor. It's mm -hmm. never, I'm, I'm like, I've always been deadly scared 
of getting somebody pregnant when I was younger, like I was deadly. Scared. I get you. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's but every when, male. But when she when they did get pregnant or when she did get pregnant or you know things like that happened, I was like, okay, I can handle this. Mm-hmm. I can handle this. I can do this. I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, we're gonna make it work. I got mm-hmm. my family. Let's get it. Because mm-hmm. I always knew that I was gonna be the parent that, even if we're not together, I'm gonna be there every day. That's yeah. good. Whether you yeah, like me yeah, or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's how it should be. So and be. I'll chime in on this because like, Los, when that scare happened, I knew you after that scare. Right. But the child was a part of the college and was like. What the fuck, right? <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, like this is my best friend's goddamn potential child," and it's like, "Yo, this shit is in his face on a regular basis." And you handle that shit like a champ. Like, you didn't get that many kudos because people they honestly thought that I was abandoning the right, child, or right, handled. right. Yep. And it was to the point where people thought that that child was his, and it wasn't. And unless people was wait, really how, how, wait, how do you how did how do people? I'm a secretive person. It's that I'm not I'm not going to put somebody's business on Front Street. 100%. Okay. Okay. So right. unless you were in the inner circle, mm-hmm. you saw me and the young lady together freshman year. Mm-hmm. Then you see the young lady gets pregnant. Then you see the lady, you mm-hmm. know, have the kid mm-hmm. gone for a year, then come back, have mm-hmm. the kid, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So from the outside looking in, if you're on the outside of the circle, it's like. You doing something shady. But then they see me with somebody else. Somebody else. And you know, they don't really know the story. But even though she she I don't I get no 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 no. I I get Uh, what you're saying though. Let me let me let me chime in because at the time that you were doing it, I was the younger classman underneath you. Yeah. And in college you have these upperclassmen and y'all were in fraternities and sororities. Yep. Mm -hmm. She was a Delta, right? Mm -hmm. And Delta Deltas ran a yard. Pretty the best much. way to say it. Because they mm-hmm. dropped 50, 50 every two years. Right. He was an iota, which was a very Nobody not as campus, let's be honest. Not as respected fraternity. Because I don't want to promise. First starting out. First starting out. I, I don't want to promise on the fucking iotas. But they weren't the most respected fraternity on the yard. Mm-hmm. But people knew of them. And then when I came in, I just knew of him because he was you know, a RA on the opposite side of my building, but yeah. we just connected and sure as shit, I'm like, yo, Los, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right? And when he told me, I was like, oh shit. And then from there, like that summer, when I came home and I started working at his job because he got me hired there and I was staying with his parents and Big Los took me in and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. shit and that whole relationship started tra- to transpire, mm-hmm. that child was posted on a fucking refrigerator. Yep. You know what I mean? And right, like, and, right. And, and it didn't matter because the entire family, no matter that it wasn't your child, Los, yes, right. it was the family's child. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he still had to deal with that when he fucking came home. Yep. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I'm like, that's my dude. And I'm like, yo, like, his mom is like, yo, yo, that that's so-and-so on the refrigerator. Did you see that? Did you see him down in Smith, X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, yo. That's Why are you much. doing this right now? That's a bit because much. Because the, the family accepted yep. the whole idea of it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, like this man is going through a lot. Yeah. And I will give Los his props. So that's why you got that gray hair on your chin. Oh, <laughs> nah, shit. No, that's no, no, where no, that shit no, came no, from. No, That's probably no. where I got the ball spots, maybe, but I don't know. The surface. <laughs> but I, w- I will give Los his props. At a young age, 
he was ready to take on a responsibility, yeah. even though it wasn't his. I give yeah, and I'll that relationship that did, didn't transpire. You yeah. know what I mean? Um and, um, and one thing that you everybody got to know, everybody, even the listeners that's listening to the show, if a situation happens when you're in a relationship with somebody, it's never that child's fault. Oh, Mm-mm. oh, so you absolutely. Never, so you yeah. baby mamas out there, you baby fathers out there, y'all can't hold. Their child, the child accountable yeah. for what yeah. oh, you guys God, are I doing in your relationship. For sure. So, for sure. That. For sure. Um, I will say this for me as a uh younger brother out of this trio of the DNH podcast, looking up to you guys for what you guys have done. Um, I commend you both. Mm-hmm. I can't say thank you enough mm-hmm. for stepping up to a plate to do what you're doing, like Marcel being married in the blended family. Los, being in a blended family without a biological. Right. Marcel, you have a biological. Um, and I look forward to being around y'all and seeing you guys grow with the families that y'all have. I look up to y'all because y'all know me. Dad died when I was young. Right. Yep. Grandmama right. died when I was young. Right. I'm not going to cry, but that's what I do. Yeah. But in the same <laughs> regard, it's just that I don't have that sense of family. And my real time of seeing it was being embraced by Los's family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to talk to your dad, Marcel, <laughs> and he's he's just a brick wall. And that, that's him. It's well, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and in terms of family, right? Even though I okay, I have a family at home, absolutely. But as far as like extended families and things like that, um, I don't really converse much with them. You know, it's just the family thing. That's just mm-hmm. what we Yeah, that's just I, what I think I'm the same. It's not on too. purpose. It's just, we just don't converse like that. Yeah. Um, I may got a couple cousins or a couple mm-hmm. uncles that I've Because, Drew, with. you've actually met my brother before. But, yeah. yeah. Um, what I learned is the saying, blood is thicker than water. But there's an, there's an uh, ending to that statement that everybody forgets about where actually the statement is saying that um, water is the key to true family, not the blood. You don't have to be blood to be family. For sure. That's so true. So you guys yeah. right here at this yeah. table, um, April, Jazzy, all of y'all, mm. y'all are my family. Right. Yeah. And right. likewise. Likewise. So, right. All that stuff. And, yeah. And for me, like just knowing like my background, that's what makes it so much more to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now like that fam that Jasmine's family, I knew I was embraced by their family, but mm-hmm. like we had that moment this year, and it was so beautiful because, like, we, her grandmother, which you was here for. <laughs> I was. Her, her grandmother. Um, I, get invi- is, I got invited. Is becoming up in age, right? Yeah. And we was able to, everybody was there at her house singing her happy birthday. Her birthday is until, like, late next month. Right. But we was all able to go up one by one and have a heart-to-heart conversation with her in front of family nice. saying why we respect you and just giving her her fucking flowers, nice. right? And mm-hmm. I broke down. I cried like a little baby. <laughs> <back> <laughs> What's that, three this year? More like eight, but it's fine. My, my biggest thing was like, you know, and I said like, you know, we're the deals now, but I'm like, I look forward to coming down here because like, I don't get this camaraderie. Yeah. And the only time that I yeah. really had it was when it was up here, when mm-hmm. you was here, and also after the wedding. That was a fun day. You know, and my thing was like, you know, I know that I'm accepted. I know that I'm here. But I'm like, Grandma, you raised six boys, which is now, you know, Mr. Davis, Jasmine's dad. Yeah. And I'm seeing Jasmine's dad be a husband 
to his wife right. and being a father to his daughter, which is now my wife. And all of his brothers have taken me under their wing, mm-hmm. taught me things, mm-hmm. taught me things what to do, also showed me as, what things as, I shouldn't as do they should, right. as by, they should. Their, by their example. Yeah. But in that same regard, it's like, I can't say thank you enough up to change because it always goes back to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I like I know we need to move on. I'm a little no, bit you, more a right. little bit more heartfelt in the situation. Like I, I don't have the big family. I don't have the kids. I don't have that yet. It's mm-hmm. coming, but in my same aspect is like I'm am I scared? Yes. Am I Oh boy, you should be. Am I <laughs> excited? Yes. But also our journey is gonna be more calculated and planned out because that's just who we are as a couple. And, and, exactly. And, and I wouldn't see and, nothing else. Yeah, from yeah. I, I right. don't disagree with that I, at all. I don't. So for that, um what I want you to do though, even though you don't have you say that you don't have those things, enjoy what you have now. I do. Before yeah. the kids come. I gratefully do. Because oh. everything changes. You know what? This shit is fucking weird because you wanna know why? <laughs> Before I even moved, like drove out to the homebrew shop, me and Jasmine sat down and we talked and we said, you know, how is our relationship? How is our relationship going to be when kids are introduced to the, to our family? You are no longer, and y'all are no longer. Can the I say something? No, no. Can I say something? Go ahead. It will be better, and and the only reason why I say that is because one, y'all been together since forever, but but two, um. You guys have, I can't really explain it, right? But you two have this level of understanding. Oh, that's phenomenal. You know, yeah. you, phenomenal. you know what I mean, right? It's you, a you, you've seen it. You've seen it plenty of times, right? Matter of fact, last week when we were sitting on the couch and I was like, well, you was, we were talking about the, the phone calls and, and stuff. No, the phone calls and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, wait, don't she? And she was like, I, I was like, Jazzy, don't you get upset when. You oh, do X, Y, yeah, Z? Yeah, and Jasmine yeah, was like, yeah. no. I was like, and, and, it, it was, and it was a family DNH thing, and she's yeah. like, nah. And yeah. either either way, it's it's still the simple fact that you two have a level of understanding that even still me and my wife, we don't necessarily yep. have. Right. But it's the fact that you guys been together so long that it will like it's not going to change if if it changes anything. It will change how you operate said things like um, her going to sorority things yeah. and things like that. Yeah. And of course, uh, I- I'm not even going to say the beer. If you want to do that, you'll still be able to do that. But the Peloton, that will change. That well, not that, that will change. I don't no, think no, that no, will. No, I don't think on. that will. No, it, right. it will because it's it's it's. it's Let it's, me hone this shit all in. I right? know I got you, but just <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm Go gonna ahead. tell you why Go because. Ahead. So for me, you know, I was a workout addict. Yeah. And it changed because, one, because me being tired, it couldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be a thing. Mm. It could not be a thing. Mm. And two, the fact that I had to take time because she needed her time as well. Mm-hmm. So those were the only, that was the only thing for me that really changed. Everything else is, was was pretty much still the same. Still worked the same hours, this, that, and the third, and things like that. Go, go ahead, Los. Man, when it comes to the Peloton bike, I got Drew getting a little basket, mm-hmm. and he's going to take Baby Dill and mm-hmm. put him in a basket, and he's going to 
Watch me do this, baby deal. I'm gonna knock this out. There will come a time where young the baby pick. will not <laughs> young pick. the baby will not stop crying for an hour. It will come that time. So let, let me interject. Right? Go ahead, go ahead. So go ahead. when it comes to the Peloton bike, they have prenatal and postnatal classes. Oh, good. Oh, See, well, there so go. where are you going? <laughs> there you go. So we just just put that out there, right? <laughs> the um, owner and CEO. Uh, her name is Robin. She just had a child, and she's now a part of Masterclass, as far as like you know, getting your psyche and all that all that shit going. Yeah. Before she got pregnant, she became like a type two diabetic or some yep. shit like that. Oh that, wow! That happens. And that happens a lot. and then she became pregnant, and she even did like the whole circle of life lion shit with the baby yeah. on Peloton. Um, <laughs> it's a thing. Like she she legit did that shit. But neither here nor there. Like prenatal post post. Postnatal classes, that's spin class, so cycling, stretching, um, body weights, meditation. So, like, the the class is well-versed. That's good. We even today had this conversation, which is so fucking weird, like I was trying to say earlier. It's the biggest thing is, like, what is it that you want to do, and how do you want the relationship to go when we have kids? So, we're actually planning this shit out now. And my biggest thing is, like, like, yeah, we got a bunch of dates planned up. Like, tomorrow night, we're going out to go get sushi and some shit like that. We're going to go to a brewery probably a couple weekends after and all the other bullshit. But my thing is, this is like, okay, how do we break that down when we have kids and still keep the flame going between me and you as husband and wife, but still being mommy and daddy and mm-hmm. in, and incorporating our grandparents in our children's li- mm-hmm. in our children's life. Forgive me. As long as you have grandparents, it won't be hard. It your, won't be. Your yeah. love will change. When it will, it will be stronger, her, I think. Your love will change, and it will be a lot stronger, especially mm-hmm. if you're in the delivery room and you see her. Well, so, Ooh. all right, so. Yo, we, we need to, so before we move on, I'll say this, and yeah, we'll move that's, on. That's, boy. Delivery room, she has a very strong bond with her mother, and she knows that shit ain't going to happen. It's going to be me and her yep. in that room. That's yep. what it should be. And, yeah. be. and that's just based off of my background and the whole deal name. Yep. Right? You won't cut the umbilical cord, right? And, right. Horse. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm gonna catch it. I'm a, yep. oh shit, fumble. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna catch it, right? It's like a Dallas Cowboy. Hey, oh fuck you. <laughs> but in that same regard, my next thing is that you know, for me and her, we've even talked about like today. Like it's just so weird. Today we were sitting downstairs drinking the plum basil beer, right? Yeah. And we was like, yo, you know, if you're tired, because like her base is like, I don't want to be cranky and cussing you out all the time. Okay. Let's take shifts with the baby. If my and and the biggest thing is like with our schedules with work, if your schedule isn't forgiving and mine is, we'll make that compromise. So if I have to take the early shift, I'll take the early shift with the baby. Yeah. But you got to take the late, late shift with the baby. Yeah. And we're already talking about the shit now, and we're not even talking about conceiving. And then actual during the pregnancy, you got to keep reminding yourself <clears throat> that she is pregnant. That's the next part. That's no question. Like and she's gonna wake up one no. day and cuss you the fuck out. It ain't no, and no, no. You ain't gonna know why. It ain't even that. Like my biggest thing <laughs> no, is like, she is like I, I, I want her to know that <laughs> she has to communicate. Like my biggest thing, and y'all know, don't yell at me. She's yeah, gonna yell. No, 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 no. Y'all know, don't yell at me. Yes or no? I understand that. That no, I understand oh, 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 that. You understand, but, but I've guess, been what? Through guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Everybody's relationship is different, and my relationship is that we do not yell at each other. We talk to each other. Give her a little bit more of a pass when she's pregnant. I'm sorry. That's give all I'm her, asking. Give her a lot more give of a pass. Give her a little bit more than normal pass Yes. when she's pregnant. 
Give I, her. Now y'all I understand. Both I don't want her. It. I don't want her just jumping down your throat, yelling, yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's not right. Right. Yeah. But learn how to step back. Them hormones. Hold on, baby. Let's rego down. Let let's let's come back in a calmer tone. And we talk about this. What's really going on? I'll say this: as long as the com- <laughs> as long as the conversation is uh, constructive, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't have a problem with it. She'll snap on you on pickles. No, 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 no. She'll no, snap there, on you over pickles. There's, there, there's no snapping. I've been there, I've there's no snapping recently, and 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 April was only pregnant for about ten weeks. She snapped on me about the trash can. Yeah. No. And and hold on, hold on, hold on. There, there's and no this snapping. is an automatic trash can. And then she cried right afterwards. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I hear y'all. I hear y'all. <laughs> That's why we're having conversations now. There's let's, no snapping. Let's, let's move forward, Constructive man. Constructive conversation. Let's do this Bear and Cigar of the Week, yeah, bro. Yeah, we got to move on to the Bear and Cigar I'm here for week, it. Let's do it. <laughs> Must be time for the Bear and Cigar of the Week. But before we do, how about you revive your life? A super supplement that's been around since the dawn of time that's been reimagined for your modern lifestyle. That powerful antioxidant found in the skin of grapes is resveratrol. What is resveratrol? Have you ever heard it to be said that drinking red wine is actually healthy for you? Instead of having to drink 100 bottles of wine just to get enough resveratrol in your system, Vive has concentrated into a nice, easy, alcohol-free capsule for you, and it helps with inflammation too. Combined with 100% pure CBD, Vive has all the ingredients to help you live a lifestyle primed for health, wellness, and longevity. Hey, Big Lokes, give the people the website and also the code. What up, DNH family? Go to takevibe.com. That's take B-Y-V. And in the promo code, type in DNHpod15 for 15% off your next purchase. Takevibe.com. Well, we've gone and got us some Vive, you know, uh, in the Olympics. CBD is legal, but THC is not. But uh, let's go ahead and move on, right? So, beer and cigar of the week time. Let's go into the beer first because, okay. you know, we want to save the cigar last, right? Both of them were fun- phenomenal. Damn, I can't even talk now. Mm. So, Damn. let me give you my... Got you like that, bro. Let me give you my definition. Um, This definition is... Based off the beer that y'all tried off of me, my IPA, right. which is oxidized oxidation in beer, right? Um, one of several problems that can happen in, in beer and brewing is oxidation. Oxidation in homebrew is a chemical process that can destabilize can destabilize it and cause state all flavors. Most commonly, uh, people describe the taste of oxidized beers with having flavors of wet cardboard, sherry, or fruit. That's not the only issue. So, for example, I had a keg of my African Queen IPA. Right. Um, the keg had a CO2 leak in it, carbonation leak. Mm-hmm. I went on that vacation down to South Carolina, came back. I was completely out of CO2, which I was not ready for. So, I was like, yo, there's right. got to be a leak somewhere. I'm checking it. It's the keg with the IPA in it. So, with that, uh, oxidation is pretty much air getting into the beer. So. Right. O2 in a scientific term. 
Right. Um, so I had to take the beer out of that keg and put it into a whole different keg. It's now introduced to more air. Mm-hmm. Right. So for what y'all tasted tasted today is is a prime example of an off flavor. Mm-hmm. Nobody eats wet cardboard. No. But what you tried is the closest rendition of what wet cardboard could taste like. I can see that. Right. It's more of a sensation and a um, putting it in your face like this is what wet cardboard tastes like. Right. It's very dull, sharp, <laughs> and just fucking off. You ever had right? Cookie Crisp? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. I do not no. like I do not like those type of cereals. I, I like Try I like Cookie Crisp. I like and you'll find out what wet cardboard. I like is. chewy. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said I know. I like I'm... chewy chips of heart. But anyways, so let's get into this beer. <laughs> so we're doing the even more pecan pie Jesus by Evil Twin Brewing Company. Evil Twin is out of uh, Brooklyn, New York, and this is a collaboration brew, so they can brew more in excess from the Two Roads Brewing Company out of Stratford, Connecticut. The Even More Jesus comes at you, 12% ABV, 75 IBUs, imperial style brewed with molasses and pecan extract, and or one would say artificial flavor. Los, hit me. So when you first popped this beer, I got excited because it's a stout. Then he pours a stout, beautiful color. He gets the head on the stout, that caramel color on top. Of the stout, beautiful color. I taste this beer. It tastes okay. I got excited for no reason. Um, artwork on this can, phenomenal, right? So, I feel like they should have used fresh flavoring with this beer. Like what? I don't like the extract. I don't think I like the extract of this beer. The extract Leave makes that it aftertaste. The extract makes it harder for me to sip on. If that makes sense. Does it make you shiver a little bit? No, I don't get the shiver. I don't get mm. that. Um, I love where the the ABV is. Love it. The the more dense, the better, right? The higher percentage, the better. On a scale from zero to five, this beer getting a two point five, mm. maybe a three out of me. Damn. Um, what do you pair it with? It's a dinner beer. Your stout. It's a pecan, pecan dinner beer. I mean, not dinner beer. A dessert beer. Pecan. You think this is a dessert? Um, I don't really see much stuff that I pair it with. Are you? Would you eat it with cheesecake? No. Or drink it with cheesecake? No. No. Mm-hmm. That sound like that's like I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm praying to, to the porcelain jar. Du- double yeah. double point, duty. Yeah. <laughs> to call on the gods. Maybe some type of like something chocolatey. Maybe that chocolate will help. I don't. I that will really, make it double duty. I really don't like a German know. chocolate cake or something. I really don't know what to pair it with. Um, it's a standalone by itself type of beer. I feel like. Um, do I see myself drinking this again? Not no. unless Drew buys it. Um, Why the <laughs> fucking guy? The fuck? Hey, you know I ain't gonna buy guy. that shit. You know guy. I ain't gonna buy my it. child. Thank you. So. Um, but yeah, I I give this thing maybe a two point five. Marcel, I don't like it. Oh, oh, okay. Just, I, I got to I got to start straight off with that shit. Um, oh, oh, I've I haven't done that since Reaper. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
we gotta bring that, we gotta bring that beer one back. I got I got I gotta put that I gotta put that uh yeah you know what let's bring that back one time if you can find it as an bring that back mention, one time like, go back down south yeah <laughs> go ahead but um yeah man this shit makes me shiver when I drink it man I I don't I I can't though like I now again I'm not the beer god not even close to it um I'd like to just say I don't know shit about beer but I want to say that this beer is too high in ABV no such thing it's too high in ABV no such in, thing in, in in my opinion and I'm gonna say that because it really jumps out at you and no flavor that's in it that they that they put in it tastes like the flavor that they say it tastes everything for me tastes strong and sour but I don't mean Maybe I mean tart. It's one or the other. I can't. Sometimes I can't. Uh, I can't figure out the two. Um, but yes, the the I feel that the alcohol content in it in it makes it way worse than what it actually is. If okay. you get what I'm saying. You get it. And you know, there's no real carbonation to it. Um, uh, it's it's. It's so much at one time I feel like they throw at you, but the alcohol pretty much, it masses it, but it masses it for the wrong reason. Um, again, I'm novice. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It just makes sense to me. Um, and I'm trying to make sense of this dirty bomb Drew just gave me. Right. Um, as far as what I would pair with this beer, I wouldn't necessarily pair it with anything but i would use it as a part of a recipe so i would go with some kind of cake um maybe a brownie um perhaps cupcakes or something like that just for the overall aroma okay. because the aroma isn't i had to smell it again just to make sure i wasn't tripping um the aroma in it is great it's phenomenal Phenomenal! It's 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 unimaginable. It's 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 beautiful. It's it's all right. I like it. I like it a lot. Right? Is that your Donald Trump that voice? Is, that it's my Donald Trump voice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I'm in my own zone of expectation of beer just standing at the ceiling. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Something made me do that. But hey, anyway, man, keep it. That's probably your best voice that we've heard so far. Yo, that was amazing. Um, but anyway, um, on the scale, I gotta give it a one. Okay. Do you pair it with anything? No, you, you again, yeah, like, like if I'm, if right. I'm, I would, I would, I would bake with it. Okay. Um, I'd bake something weird with it. Like, um, I'd take a cross between a cheesecake and a brownie, uh, with like maybe some Reese's. Something inside of it, dice the Reese's up. Something weird. So something you never, you never had the peanut butter. That sounds like you're about to make the peanut butter, uh, cheesecake. I don't eat cheesecake. Oh man, you got it. But go. the only reason why I said cheesecake because I taste the disgustingness of a cheesecake. Oh okay. I got after you. drinking this. So Drew, so. let me ask you one question before you get started with yours. Is there lactose in this beer? Mm, I don't know. I don't taste it. I think I would add it to this. I would give you that. Yes. Okay. Mm. All right. Go ahead. Uh, an imperial top brewed, brewed with molasses and pecan extract. Okay. Um, twelve percent ABV. It's a very harsh beer. Um, 
when I think molasses, I automatically think like 14, 18%. Yeah, it could so, be higher. Yeah. Super lacklusting, but for sure. The pecan extract, not a fan of that. They could have used actual um, pecan. Actual pecans in the fermentation. Yeah. They could have used a more of a nuttier, breadier uh malt yeah. to go in there. Um, there is a company in North Carolina, they're slipping my mind right now. But they make a pecan smoked malt. Okay. The nice. malt smells and tastes like fucking pecans. Right. Um, this is something that I would probably use in there, but once again it's you know, locality and what's going on, a collaboration brew from New York to, to Connecticut. That doesn't scream North Carolina. So, um, as far as this beer, it's aggressive. God damn, that, that's an understatement. Right? <laughs> like, right. like, there's no pounding these out. You're, this is Fuck. a this is a one and Yo, done type of situation. If you pound these out, God, bless there you. is something wrong with you. This, <laughs> this beer here is something that you would just hold on to and just drink throughout a duration of an event. Right, you give this to a friend as a joke, but this, um, but this would because it's so long, it'd take too long, and it gets warm. And oh yeah, out. yeah. You this definitely. is something I would give to a stout drinker, um, to be like, yo, like this is I got something that's going to sit you on your Lose. fucking ass, right? You're that stout um, drinker. I wouldn't give it to you, but I would give it to somebody who was like, and don't, all they drink is stouts. Not even that. No, don't take no offense. I give. I would give this to somebody who's older. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. I you know more I see you with they'll that, sit though. with this beer, they'll drink it, they'll take their time with it, and mm-hmm. they don't mind that it raises in temperature as far as throughout the drinking process. Like they they'll they're just gonna just knock this beer out and it is what it is. Um the pecan extract is a big turn off for me. Yeah. Just the term extract because it's yeah. it just shows that you're just rushing the brewing process. And there's no freshness with your brew. For sure, for sure. I would would love fresh Crust, fresh, crust, toasted pecans. There you go. You know, and yeah. then just go with it from there. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Mm. Jesus. If I was to give this beer a pairing, I would give it a three because it is true to style, right? One, yeah. two, three. It is like <laughs> like molasses and pecans on a 12% beer. God damn, this yeah. is it. Y'all taste it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't taste yes. none but alcohol. It is straight sweet. Um, it is I, sweet. I feel like the yeast could have ate some more yep. and went up to like 14, 18%. So this is a very more lackluster. Kind of feel like it was rushed a little bit. But, you know, if this you know, beer. You, you know what? That's a that's an actual very, very good statement because that's how I feel too. If this beer was aged in a barrel or something along those lines, this shit would have been tits. Like, like, like an oak barrel or something? Oak like that. barrel, rum barrel, fucking whiskey barrel, any type of goddamn barrel. Just bring Just the damn barrel. Put this shit in a fucking barrel. <laughs> you know All what? Right? Whiskey probably would have been a better barrel, but I feel like for me, that definitely would have made my this whole that, life turn upside down. That sweetness on the front would have died out and became more boozy because, yeah. you know, I'm prepared to wake up with a headache in the morning. And we only drinking mini glasses. Right. I, I, <laughs> if I was to give this beer a parent, or no, you'll want parent, or what like, do you eat it with? What do I eat it with? Yes. What can you do with this beer? You. Coffee rub meats. Never, never thought yes. that was a thing. Yes. Yes. Put it Whether on some ribs. So they're rubbing, rib- so they're rubbing coffee mm-hmm. onto mm-hmm. the yep. food. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
I learned that recently. First of all, coffee is already an acquired taste. Not too many people is digging coffee. It's For sure. different when it's on meats, though. For I sure. guarantee you. The, the caffeine is not there. It's more of the flavor. Yes. Right? So ground it up, coffee grounds. It's take got it and then rub it on the meat and go from there. So, so Along like, with some brown sugar. So say like ribs, steak would be another one, right? Um, yes. More pork, though, yeah. in, 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 in my but opinion. But in, in those aspects, like, it is what it is. Like, smoked meats or something on the stove, but it's got to be rubbed in, in coffee. Um, Shit, a pork butt. If I want to do something on the stove, just to answer your question, Los, I would do a steak in a cast iron skillet. Salt and pepper. Okay. Rosemary, all that stuff. Mar- and, marinated with this? No, not mar- not marinated. I oh, would just drink enjoy it, oh, it with, with this, this beer. Um, That's my acquired taste. Yeah. Like, that's a big, hearty steak. It's mm. going to take me a while, and I'm going to get through it with, with this beer. Yeah. Right? You're going to have to eat a tomahawk with this. Some, something along those lines. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so coffee, rub meats, stuff like that. Um, I am thinking some type of um, creme brulee with toffee or some shit like that. I can see that. Like, I can it, see. that I sweetness, can see that yeah. it just jumps out to me, and I'm like, well, damn. This could probably work. But if you see this on a shelf at a brewery, beer store, uh, restaurant, or anything like that, and it's sold by the single, get this beer by the single. Don't, don't buy a case of it. Don't do a four-pack. You, did you buy You bought a four-pack? I did. Because it's me. It's me. It's fucking me. Right? <laughs> hey, look, if you don't want one of those, I will buy it from you. Let's end the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, like, you know, this beer right here, it's an acquired taste. It's mm. definitely one that, like, I wouldn't give this to a novice. I wouldn't no, give this to anybody. Like, oh, I would God, only no. <laughs> give this beer to y'all. So if I was going to judge this beer, I would give it a two. Uh, you just gave it a three. I gave it a three. You just I give it, it a three. three. I give it a three. I just talked myself down. I'm with, <laughs> I'm with the second number. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, mine was two point five. So I'll, I'll give it my first one. I'll give it a three, but just because it's, it's just a bit much and it's hard to pair with anything else. Yeah, and we go with yeah, it from there. It is. All so right. on to the cigar. All right. What we got on the table for the cigar? All right. So I'm gonna give my definition first. Oh, okay. Um, go. Let me pronounce this the best way I can, because I ain't Spanish. Go, goro, right? Yep, roll that tongue. <laughs> All, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> also known as a double toro, um, goros are large and thick cigars whose name means fat. I'm thinking Mortal Kombat. I'm thinking Mortal Kombat. You are? Yeah, well, you remember Goro it's, from Mortal Kombat? No, no, that's that's Goro. Yeah, that's Gorogue. Right. With it ends with a G. G- give it to me. Yeah. Um, but yes, it means fat in Spanish. So, okay. All right. So a great definition. We're now on to your cigar of the week. What we got because we didn't do it last week, Los. No, we did double beers. We fucked up last week. Sorry. Because right. we needed. The guru of sound, the guru of the smoke, the grill god, to be here for the cigars. So we have the Curio Epicure Maduro cigars, right? If you like Curio Epicure, uh, and we know that's true, that's what the website says. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because this is a new cigar. As wow, it becomes, like shit. <laughs> as it becomes one of most uh most popular blends, you're going to love what Maduro wrapper 
can do to blend. Expertly blended with an assist of AJ Fuentes. Oh, I like those. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> ooh, yeah. You, that's Los. Why the fuck you get him started? That, that's your fault. Um, the Curio Epicure Maduro takes an all Nicaraguan core of tobaccos and uh, embraces embraces it with a dark Mexican San Andreas wrapper. Um, it is a match in heaven, imprints of cocoa, caramel, and nuances of creamy sweetness lay atop a full body zest in the background. They tell us to get our box now. So, Marcel, I got a single. When, when, when how how many was in the box when you bought it? Uh, it, uh, you know what? They have the the five, and I guess the ten. So like the 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 regular big box and a carry box. I guess um, so I'm going tomorrow to go buy some more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's it. You know, they got the whole line up there actually. So you may see that was one of the ones that I preferred. Mm-hmm. But you may see because I know they have some uh, smoky sweet ones, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole different name, which I'm not gonna say because if I buy it, I don't want to give it out. Yet. I got you. I got you. Um, but yeah, um, looking at the line was great. Um, but honestly, like the headliner for me today was seeing. Our good friend Sean. For sure. For Sean sure. Sean was I, there. I, Sean brought the 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 Baca back. Nice. Which I said was probably the best smoke I've ever had. Um, but yeah, so um this cigar I feel like <laughs> would probably pair well with this beer. <laughs> I Dare like I say? Re- reading the, the, the description and all that stuff. I would feel in the same. I wouldn't be mad at it. I would, like <laughs> I want <laughs> I want that can back so I can go tomorrow <laughs> and get the beer. But no, no, no. It's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but for what it's worth, this has been your beer and cigar of the week. The Kiro Epicure Maduro cigar, right? Yep. We have the even more pecan pie Jesus from Evil Twin Brewing Company out of Brooklyn, New York. This has been your beer and cigar of the week. Doing one time for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Criminal crop. <laughs> so when I tell y'all, man, this was a great journey coming through this show with y'all. A great episode. Wonderful episode. We had to call an audible in the middle of this episode. Maybe next week we touch on some own bios. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's, it could be old news by next week. It's but, um, more so of a connection between the three of us as brothers. Absolutely. Which, was, yeah. which is needed every you know, once in a blue moon. <sighs> What what at that segment? What can we call that? Because honestly, I don't know. Do we call that uh, like family or something like that? Um, growing pain. Growing Bro- up, brothers in pregnancy. Growing up in progress. Pregnancy in progress. I like that. That's actually pretty dope. Okay. Pretty much. Well, well, but Drew, we'll see. <laughs> where can they find you? Where they can find you individually? Right? Me, Andrew Dill, D I L L, like the pickle. Everything's kosher. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh, Django Nerd um, on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Untapped. Also, if you want to ride to nowhere on Peloton, Peloton bikes. Django D J N G O underscore N E R D. I have been thinking of making a beer page. Word. Say less. Word. I think I want to call it Django Brews. Django. 
underscore Bruce. Do your thing. While you're thinking on that, I'm going to introduce mine. Right? Go ahead. You can find me on IG as BigLow703, B-I-G-L-O-S-703. On Twitter as Lowe's JM Sense. This was a great episode. Marcel, where can they find you at? So, you you can find me. You, you can find me at I am the real Marcel. Yes, yes. I said I said it. It's I am the real Marcel. And that is on Twitter. That is on, uh, let's see. We have uh, IG, right? And, and uh, uh, what else can you find me? Oh, and I forgot. TikTok and... Um, what is the other one? I oh my god! I just I can't for the life of me I can't think of what it is. Oh, Untapped. Yes, Untapped. Oh, and don't forget, get so so fit on IG. Drew, you're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as far as the podcast is concerned, Dean Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Any questions, concerns, anything that you want to recommend? Um, constructive criticism. Uh, want to recommend beers, cigars, anything of those topics. Want to con- want to recommend topics? Forgive me. Um, hit us up, DNH Podcast 2019 at gmail.com. Especially if you have anything over 140 characters, DNH Podcast 2019 at gmail.com. We appreciate each and every one of you all listening to us. Be a friend, tell a friend, like, share, and subscribe us. And until the next time, we appreciate you for listening to the Diapers and Haircuts Podcast. Peace, love, and crop circles. Doing one time for me. Oh yeah. There were no, no, good people. No. Good people on both sides. <laughs> both sides. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoy your Monday. I appreciate you. Your Thank week, you for listening. your weekday. <laughs> I love all you. that jazz. That's DNH crew. Peace. Yee yee. I I I love them all. I. You know, everybody from from the China to the Marcel. What you're saying is not the cream of the crop. It's fucking us up. You understand? (laughs) Oh yeah.